Good morning, Flagler County, and welcome to Veterans on Point, a WNCF radio show developed in mind for our county's beloved and respected veterans population and anyone else listening via internet or podcast. I'm your host, David Lydon, the Flagler County Veterans Services Officer, and naturally I'm here with my friend and colleague at the office, Eric Flores. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Dave, and good morning to all our listeners out there. And I'm hoping that everybody's doing well uh, health-wise and uh, everything else and enjoying uh, every day that we have uh, uh, here in the town, in a great town that we leave, we all leave. So, If you're lucky enough to live in Flagler County, you're lucky enough. And we have a friend and loyal listener in the studio today, Mr. Jeff Kingdon, Marine Corps woodworker. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Jeff. Good and Jeff, Jeff is here for a special reason. And even though we're this is uh, the show is to air on a, a Sunday, we are recording on a Wednesday, which is actually uh, my partner's birthday today. So <laughs> happy birthday, Eric. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Happy thank birthday, you. Eric. Thank you. And so... Uh, in a few, in a uh, later on the show, Jeff uh, Jeff's got something to to uh, give Eric, and we'll do oh, that right here. So. Oh, <laughs> what a surprise, man! But let's uh, let's talk about our the rest of our legal loyal listeners. Of course, Billy Jones, the leader, and his and his wonderful wife Joe. Good morning, Always Billy. Listening. Talk to Emmy Joe, of course. Billy's been trying to get a hold of you today, Eric. Yeah. Oh, it's me. I ah, I know. I missed a couple of calls. I'm I, sorry, Mr. Billy. Yeah, he's trying to wish you a happy birthday, and and uh, and uh, so he keeps calling back. Oh, but you've been yeah. busy with customers, so and he understands. And then we got Navy Master Chief Dan and his wonderful wife Kay. Hope you're both feeling well and doing Good okay. Good morning, Chef Maid. Miss Kay. Good morning to you both. And of course, Jeff's here. And then we got Talking Tom with the VFW. Talking Tom, the commander of the VFW. And Charlie Hanger and his wife Jenny and Valerie, who actually I spoke with today, I spoke with Valerie, had a very nice conversation. Great. Uh, Valerie's a loyal listener, and and uh, and Valerie's got a brother up in in Massachusetts, so awesome. that she was asking some VA questions for. So. And she's the one that uh, say that uh, she's a LL. That's right. All right. <laughs> That's what she, uh, she, you know. At first, I didn't get it. Yeah, we do have an acronym now. <laughs> LL. So LL. Uh, a loyal listener. So, awesome. <laughs> so thanks, Valerie. Good talking with you. And yes, uh, because we got Sharon and and Bill and Shane and Norman and Howard, William, Keith, and lots of Jameses and and Stevens and and a uh, Jim and a bicycle Frank and James the mail maid. James left us a couple of neat messages again. This yes, week. he did. Thank you, James. James, thanks for thanks for what you do too. Working overnight, taking care of vets. Uh, yes. Uh, as a caretaker, you know that those messages. What a way to start a week, because yeah. we usually get them Monday. So that, what a, what a you know what a great start. They are funny. So thanks, yes. thanks, James. And then we've got Delmer and Don and Michael and and uh, and then you know what I want to remember to thank Gary McNamara, who I reached out to recently. Uh, to help a surviving spouse who called and had yes. um, a couple vehicles in her driveway that had been sitting there for a while and the tires went flat and the city of Palm Coast um, kind of poked at her, said, you need to do something about that. So she gave me a call and, and I knew Gary uh, Gary lived in her neighborhood or in the R section. So Gary was good enough to go over there and get the tires pumped back back up and, and, and check in on on the surviving spouse. So Gary McNamara, thanks for uh, taking care of that. Gary, thanks, Gary. He's a member, uh, member of American Legion Post 115. Appreciate that, Gary. Great job. 
And so uh, let's move on, of course, to uh, our Veteran of the Week. And Eric tracked down this Veteran of the Week for me. And uh, his name, the veteran's name is James Toombs, his branch of the military, United States Navy. He retired and dates of service, 1966 to 1985, retired as a lieutenant commander. He was a public affairs officer. His hometown is Jackson, Mississippi. James Toombs began his journey in naval service as a reserve officer cadet while studying at the University of Southern Mississippi. He graduated with a bachelor's degree in journalism and entered active duty as a public affairs officer. Toombs' assignments took him to stateside bases at Naval Air Station Pensacola, Florida, and Naval Station Great Lakes, Illinois. He is a veteran of the Vietnam War, having been deployed to Saigon in 1971. While assigned at Naval Air Station Roosevelt Roads, Puerto Rico, he earned his private pilot certification at a local aero club, which began his passion for flying. Toombs left active duty in 1977 to pursue a career in aviation, a path he says he chose to honor his uncle Fred Austin, who perished in the Pacific as an air crewman during World War II. Toombs remained in active Navy reserves assigned in Birmingham, Alabama. He accepted a job with the Federal Aviation Administration in 1982 as an aviation safety inspector, and after a series of promotions, he became the safety program manager for the southern region of the United States. At the time, he lived in Peachtree, Georgia. While there, he fed his love for flying and purchased a 1953 Cessna 170B, which he extensively refurbished. Toombs and his wife, Carol, of 50 years, moved to Palm Coast in 2009, and he accepted a position teaching management skill to new FAA supervisors at the Center for Management Excellence and Leadership. Nowadays, he is fully retired and enjoys international travel with Carol, riding his tricycle, and taking naps. James E. Toombs, thank you for your service, sir. Thank you, Mr. James. Yeah, those are fun. You know, what, uh, what a great career, yeah. Keep those, uh, keep those nominations coming. Don't make, don't make Eric and I do all the work, finding, tracking these down. If you've got a family member, like, like last week, uh, uh, Marcus Duffy's wife sought out to nominate her husband, and that uh, was a great choice, so... Um, Family members, friends, neighbors, let us know who your favorite veteran is so we can get them in the Palm Coast Observer. A little history. As regular listeners know, we like to mention a historic event from each of the days of our broadcast week. We hope it gives you something to remember, remember something to think about, or go and read more about. Veterans make history and are largely responsible for us being able to have a history. We mentioned the good, the bad, and the weird. No one country or people is perfect, but there is no better place on earth the world is safer and more prosperous because of the United States of America. Prove me wrong. It ain't happened. Not happened yet. It's not happened. So we have a uh, we have Jeff here. So Jeff, you don't you know don't feel shy to chime in. That there's something you want. Uh, you, you lived through uh, some of this history when Eric and I didn't. So maybe <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you can add a little uh, detail to it. Well, I agree, David. Uh, nobody's going to be able to say you're wrong. Right. So, so here's our history for the 4th through 11th of February. And I'm pretty sure you weren't around during this time. So on February 4th, 1789, George Washington, the commander of the Continental Army during the Revolutionary War, is unanimously elected the first president of the United States by all 69 presidential electors who cast their votes. John Adams of Massachusetts, who received 34 votes, was elected vice president. 
and I don't think you were around for this one either, Jeff. On, <laughs> on February 5th, 1937, President D. Franklin D. Roosevelt proposes a plan to enlarge the Supreme Court of the United States. President Roosevelt announced a plan to expand the Supreme Court, as many as 15 judges, allegedly to make it more efficient. Critics immediately charged that Roosevelt was trying to pack the court and thus neutralize Supreme Court justices hostile to his new deal. Um, just a side note, if we recall at the start of this current White House administration, there were people encouraging the, the now president to pack the court to weaken the conservative leaning it presently has today. So these things come up in history. So it's not the first time. Not the first time. Not the first time in history. Um, which is, if you, if you pay attention to this stuff, you might, you, you might see that it, you know, it's interesting because it appears that that actual threat during this administration, it, it may actually influence the chief judge to bend or make decisions that are a little bit more liberal than what, what the, uh, the actual conservative leaning of the court is. Just, you know, just I think so that there is no controversy. There is no more, you know, call to pack the court. Right. So, uh, but talking about that, uh, I, you know, uh, that, that part of our, our your show here, uh, I have learned that there's a lot of things that have repeated, in, you know, in, in, in life, you know, in the government, you know, it's not the first time that they bring this. And I find out after you read it, you know, that, hey, it's mm-hmm. back. So, yes, yeah. that's, that's why we're warned. Uh, not to uh, not to be ignorant of history, right. so you don't you don't uh, repeat those mistakes. Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay, on February sixth, seventeen eighty eight, Massachusetts becomes the sixth state to enter the union. One of the thirteen original colonies. Its capital is, in, is Boston. Uh, the first lighthouse was built in the United States. Uh, built in the United States was the Boston Light, located on Little Brewster Island in Boston. It was uh, it was built in seventeen sixteen. Uh, Massachusetts is the birthplace of the American Revolution, where the first resistance against British colonial rule emerged. And it is also the birthplace of Valerie on our League of Loyal <laughs> Listeners. So I just right. fa- found out that today while talking to Valerie. So all these things tie together. Okay, I, you were we were all around for this one. So February 7th, 1984, while in orbit, 170 miles above Earth. Navy Captain Bruce McCandless II becomes the first human being to perform an unothered, untethered spacewalk when he exits the USS Space Shuttle Challenger and maneuvers freely using a bulky white jetpack of his own design. McCandless orbited Earth in uh, tangent with the shuttle at speeds greater than 17,500 miles per hour, the speed at which satellites normally orbit the Earth. And he flew up to 320 feet away from the Challenger. After an hour and a half of testing and flying the jet-powered backpack and admiring the Earth, McCandless safely re-entered the shuttle. <clears throat> that was dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that was, was dangerous. dangerous. Brave man. All right, here's, here's a weird one, but I uh, probably haven't heard of this guy in a while. February 8th, 1986, Spud Webb, who at 5'7", was one of the shortest players in history of professional basketball. He wins the NBA Slam dunk contest, beating his Atlanta Hawks teammate in 1985, dunk champ to 6'8", Dominique Wilkins. Wilkins yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're in age now. On February 9th, 1942, daylight savings time, suggested by President Roosevelt, was imposed to conserve fuel and could be traced back to World War I, when Congress imposed one standard 
of time on the United States to enable the country to better utilize resources following the European model. The 1918 Standard Time Act was meant to be in effect for only seven months of the year and was discontinued nationally after the war. But individual states continued to turn the clocks ahead one hour in spring and back one hour in the fall. The World War II legislation imposed daylight saving time for the entire nation for the entire year. It was repealed on September 30, 1945, when individual states once again imposed their own standard of time. It was not until 1966 that the bright idea that Congress passed uh, legislation setting a standard time that permanently superseded local habits. So I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> nobody, no. nobody seems to like it, but no, we keep uh, we it's, keep it stays in place. Yeah, it yeah. stays in place. On February 10, 1942, the first Medal of Honor during World War II was awarded to Second Lieutenant Second Lieutenant Alexander Nininger posthumously for heroism during the Battle of Bataan. Here's the citation. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty in action with the enemy near Abukai, Bataan, Philippine Islands on 12 January 1942, this officer, though assigned to another company not then engaged in combat, voluntarily attached himself to Company K, same regiment, while that unit was being attacked by enemy force superior in firepower. Enemy snipers in trees and foxholes had stopped the counterattack to regain part of the position. In hand-to-hand fighting, which followed 2nd Lieutenant Nininger repeatedly forced his way into the hostile action. Though exposed to heavy enemy fire, he continued to attack with rifle and hand grenades and succeeded in destroying several enemy groups and foxholes and enemy snipers. Although wounded three times, he continued his attack until he was killed after pushing alone far within the enemy position. When his body was found after recapture of the position, one enemy officer and two enemy soldiers lay dead around him. On February 11, 1954, President Dwight D. Eisenhower warns against the United States intervention in Vietnam. Eisenhower told his advisors he simply could not imagine the United States putting ground forces anywhere in Southeast Asia. There was just no sense in even talking about United States uh, forcing re- forces replacing French and Indochina. If we did so, the Vietnamese could be expected to transfer their hatred of the French to us. I cannot tell you, said the president, with, with uh, ve- vehemence, uh, how bitterly opposed I am to such a course of action. This war is Indochina. Uh, war in Indochina would absorb our troops by divisions. And to, obviously things changed uh, years after that, too. So to find out what happens next, go to history.com and learn more. You know, I... Uh I heard a couple of things from uh, President uh, Eisenhower that he say, and they came up through. I think a couple of shows back, uh, he also say something that he came through. Remember, I don't the remember the military subject, industrial complex. Yes, that's one. And yes. the healthcare industrial and complex. the health. Yes. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to call it a, prof, prof, a prophet or what, but he well, he was a he said uh, he was a very smart guy, intelligent man, very yeah. intelligent man. Dave, can I say something? Sure. Um, you I, are uh, a veteran of the Vietnam War, so yeah. go ahead. I uh, I make plaques. You talked about World War II. Uh-huh. I make plaques and donate plaques to World War II veterans. And I have a great feeling inside of me when I present it to them because that generation did a tremendous amount for the world, for our country, and for us. They absolutely did. They absolutely you know, did. So. Uh, well, well, you was reading that citation. I was thinking in my head, you know, how hard those guys had it. I mean, it's not like 
uh, at a different time. I know back then in warfare now. Right now you can't run, but you can't hide because of the drum. They can't find you. Back in those days, those guys fight, and they didn't know what they were in front of them. Right. Of them. So it was very hard for them. Yeah, my dad served in World War II. He was in the Pacific. And I grew up with that in, in my family. And when it came time for me uh, to register for the draft, I just said, joining the, ser- the military is part of becoming a man. It, in uh, a lot of respects, it is. Of course, there's a lot of women that do it now. So Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, what was I, I was going to say about the, uh, oh, about World War II. So you said how, how important it was to the country. Well, when those, when those at the time was mostly men, of course, when those men returned, they, uh, they had the GI Bill, which was new. They took advantage of the GI Bill. We talked about this before on the show. Yes. They took advantage of the GI Bill. And through, through that education is what, what's, what uh, you know, spurred all, all the development in, the, in this country and, and the tech, with the technology and, and, uh, and put us head and shoulders above our peers in the, in the world. So it's because, of the, you know, it's because of the World War II generation. That's and right. The ed- and the education that they got that, that has us at where we are in this. Uh, yeah, it moved, made yeah. the country move forward so fast. And that's, you know? why we're the, that's why this country is the leader, yes. still the leader in the yes. world. It was not great- like uh, I mean, I'm not saying all of them. You know, the new GI Bill and stuff like that. They just go not just to get education and, and make the country better, but to get the money that they also receive. I'm I'm against that 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 thought of thinking. You know, so it, it was a great boost for the nation as well as the world. Yes, the GI Bill. Well, uh, as goes America, so goes the world. So, yeah. this is where I usually say. Drivers, drivers, drivers. But the oh, but the DAV a... says they got a lot of drivers. So oh, I'm gonna, okay. I'm well, gonna, I'm going to soften on that. You, so. you know what? I guess that it works. <laughs> if they do have a lot of drivers and now, they, they, they have got plenty, plenty of drivers, and they they might need some dispatchers. But they said they're kind of they're kind of flush right now. So well, that uh, that means that it works what you did. I'm so. going to I'm going to soften on the drivers, drivers, drivers <laughs> for now. But I will let you know uh, we got. Um, I know Eric's got some stuff, but. I want to let you know that the VA and their travel health health van is going to be at the VFW on February 14th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm going to talk to our producer man, Mark, to see if maybe I can do a uh, record from location there that day because that's, oh, be that's on a Wednesday. And, and uh, so we'll see if we can make that work with Mark. Um, but they're going to be there and uh, with mental health counseling and, and um, you know, registration and information about the VA. And so uh, Stefan, Stefan Weeks has uh, been heading this up, working with the VFW in conjunction with us, uh, um, you know, getting the information out. And so, Stefan, I know you're listening. And, yes, we were talking about it. Come out to oh, the, yeah. come out to the VFW on February 14th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And uh, find out more about VA health care and mental health services. And... Uh, that's uh, what else you got? I know you got stuff to talk about over there, Eric. Yeah, real quick, uh, going back to the drivers, driver, driver. That w- by you softening that, uh, that means that means Joe don't ha- she don't have to run away now with uh, her earplugs on. No, no, she- no, no. <laughs> That's good. No, nope. Joe Jones, you you can be sure next week uh, yeah, I won't be yelling that anymore. All right, all right. Okay, military support retreat. Uh, this is for combat veterans to attend with their primary support person. This is going to be done on Thursday, February eighth at 5 p.m. through Sunday, February 11, at 2 p.m. in Marineland, Florida. 
this is uh, the purpose of this to strengthen and restore connection, enjoy the natural beauty of the location, be inspired by fun outdoor activities, learn about availability, support resources, relax while exploring the stress coping concept of uh, PTSD. So there's no cost to attend. The lodging and meal and you activities gotta, you are gotta, provided. Yeah, you got to register and be selected. Yeah, so, you have yeah. to be registered and uh, be uh, selected for it. And be selected for it, yes. Uh, so you can apply at Gratitude America, G-R-A-T-I-T-U-D-E, America, A-M-E-R-I-C-A dot org, uh, backslash retreats, R-E-T-R-E-A-T-S. Uh, go ahead and register there if you're interested. If you need more information, I, I did... Uh, 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 email the flyer, but if you need it, uh, let me know. Or call us at, at Flagler County Veterans Services, 386-313-4014. Very important. Yeah, very important phone number. You should have it in your speed dial. Uh, the ARP Foundation, they're, they're starting starting this year at uh, Flagler County Tax Aid 2024. Appointments open on January 15 already. So schedule for, to schedule your appointment online, go to t- taxprepfree.net, T A X P R E P. FREE.net, or you can call 386-313-4048. It's not 313-4014. That's our phone number. Again, it's 386-313-4048. Yeah, for some reason, people call our call, number yeah. for that. Yeah. So, uh, having said that, how about the UNF? Uh, the, I don't know if you guys participate in the UNF uh, Fitbit program. They're going to be back in the, in the, at the Government Service Building on March 6th. Uh, from 10 to 12, uh, again, uh, free continuous monitoring for your health. Yeah, if you're a, if you're a veteran here in Flagler County, you want to help the uh, University of North Florida with their research, wear a Fitbit for a year, they monitor your health, they can share information with you, teach you, teach you how to stay out of hospitals, how to stay off of medicine. Uh, they're going to be yes. back here March 6th. Um, we've got to, there's 25 slots uh, for free Fitbit and, and monitoring. Um, Informate, you know, if you want us to send you the flyer, give us a call, 386-313-4014, so you can register. Absolutely. So uh, give us a call. That's all I have, Dave. That's all you got? Okay, so now it's up to our Marine pal, Jeff. Jeff Kingdom. What are you here for, Jeff? What are you going to do? Well, Eric, good morning. and a, uh, Good morning, Jeff Kingdom. <laughs> and happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, the, the L-O-L-L, League of Lawyer Listeners. All right. Has a birthday present for you. Thank you. That, you that, that, that's a surprise. And, and I don't like surprise, but hey, I'll take this one because it's from you and them. So this is great. Let me open it. Oh, <laughs> do I need? Ah, geez. There you go. This is, this is kind of, am I weak or this is rough? Let's see what we got here. The League of Loyal Listeners appreciate everything you and David do for us. Oh, this is a nice plaque. Okay, and they say, I'm going to read it to you guys. Say happy birthday. Me, Eric, from the League of Loyal Listeners. That It's going to be on my desk. Uh, so this is very nice, guys. Very nice. It is very nice. And by, I, the, by the way, it only has five candles on it, David. That's good. That helped. That helped. <laughs> so thank you, Jeff. Thank you to all you guys that listen to our show there. Uh, because, it's because of you that we're here, you know. Yeah, we do this. We do this for our veterans right. and their, it's and their because families. Of you that, and, and anyone, like you say, anyone else who wants to listen and, and uh, learn about the veterans community and and uh, catch up on what the service organizations are doing. Yes. Um, today's well, the fourth, so tomorrow is the fifth. 
Uh, we're talking the fourth uh, as the radio show airs, and the fifth is tomorrow. And the Veterans Advisory Council meeting is tomorrow at the Board of County Commissioners Conference Room. And that's in the that's uh, right across the hall from our office. It's at 4 p.m. It is open to the public, but that's where the service or- organizations come. And uh, and they talk about and uh, about how to keep things great for veterans in Flagler County. And Jeff Kingdon is uh, one of the delegates on the on the Veterans Advisory Council. So thank you, Jeff. Of course, Jeff's out for representing the Marine Corps League. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we're at that point in the show where we say no country, no state, no community does more for veterans than the United States of America. The great and free state of Florida, the wonderful Flagler County, the lovely city of Palm Coast, and all of our beautiful beach cities. Be a victor, not a victim. Be educated, not indoctrinated. And most importantly, be kind to someone today. And stick around for another version of the Star-Spangled Banner that was uh, sung this past weekend at the AFC Championship game in Baltimore, where the Morgan State University Choir sang a wonderful rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner. So stick around for that. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. And Thank all you, that, Jeff. And all that you do with the thousands oh, of yeah. plaques. What a great that, job he does. Uh, and I just, I just saw on Facebook there was a display of Jeff's pack, uh, plaques on the wall up at the was it San Sear yeah. uh, Assisted yeah. Living Facility. Wow, so. what a great job Jeff does. Jeff is uh, Jeff is world famous now. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, it, it's nothing like what you guys do for veterans. Uh, yes, hey. you guys do a great job. Thanks, guys, for listening to our show, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Now taking the field, bearing the colors of the United States of America, please welcome a joint armed forces color guard from the Military District of Washington, as well as representatives of the Vietnam Veterans of America, Baltimore Chapter 451. At the conclusion of the national anthem, we welcome a flyover of a MC-13J Commando 2 from the 415th Special Operations Squadron based at Kirtland Air Force Base. Now, singing our national anthem written here in Baltimore, please welcome members of the Morgan State University Choir.